Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And it's episode 164. That's fucking right it That's is. That's fucking right. And we are so happy to have you here with us. But before we get started, we got to give thanks and to praise. Jesus. Jesus, if you're up there, I want to thank you for making Elephant and Castle at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. Wonderful sponsor. We love them. They take good care of us. We love recording there. And more importantly, you got to check out their specials. Oh, my God. They're heavenly specials. They have happy hour every day from 3 to 6. It's very good. They've got great drink specials, great food specials. Anything on the menu for appetizers that's less than $11 is half off during those happy hours, which is pretty cool. Right. They also have daily specials starting on Monday. They've got one and done Mondays. Essentially, a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped, tapped hard, and it's poured until it's gone. It's it's tapped so hard. So hard. It's and here's the cool thing. First of all, it rotates, so it's, some, it's something new every week. And also, pints are only $3. How exciting is that? Yeah, it's a really fucking... Like, we say this, and we, we it may sound like we're, we're shilling for it, but it really is an amazing deal. It's super cool. Yeah. On Tuesdays, you've got 10 Up Tuesdays. Justin, what's a 10? A 10 is what uh, the knockoff character um, called uh, Swolverine... That's what his claws are made of. They're made of tin, yeah. unfortunately. Very, very sad. It's too bad. It's also a can of beer, and all cans of beers are 25% off on Tin Up Tuesday. That's right. On Wednesday, you've got Wine Down Wednesday, where all glasses of wine are a dollar off and bottles are half off, which is pretty fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. you got Locals Only Thursday, where locals are allowed to fuck, and also all local beers and drafts are $5.50. It just doesn't, it never gets old. Never. And then on the weekends, if you're kind of a brunchy brunch uh, person, you can catch some brunch. Uh, they also have $5 Bloody Marys and mimosas, which you just can't go wrong with all day. All fucking day. It's a good time. So check it out. Elvin Castle, 185 North Wabash. You love it. We love it. Go do it. Right. And that's it. That's all. That's it. That's the, that's the end of that. And that's we have nothing else to say on that, literally, because that's all there is to say. The end. Right. Also, uh, go check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher. Stitcher. There we go. Nice. Uh, Leave a review. Give us a rating. It really helps us out on the back end and all that good stuff. Gets us, you know, primed and and pumped and ready to go. Gets some more notification on that end, and we really, really appreciate it. And then please share us around, too. Just copy the link. Uh, If you're listening to this on any of the podcast players, there's probably a little share button. Just, just throw us out there. If, uh, give, share us with an individual or just post us to your social media and just be like, guys, check these guys out. They're cool. It really means a lot to us if you guys could do that. We'd super duper appreciate it. That being said, episode 164, we have a very special guest, Mr. Bob Ballmeyer. Mm-hmm. You, may have remind, you may remember him. He's an all-star. He is an all-star. He's come by and apologized multiple times. He is getting really good at saying he's sorry. Super duper good at it. So he came by to talk to us a little bit about the Marvel Universe, the DC Universe, and talk about really what's going on with right. some stuff. You know, what's... And finally, demands some, uh, you know, demands some attention from DC to him. He demanded an apology from DC. Damn right. He's stuck his neck out for them many times. DC, balls in your court. Holla. And uh, we also check out, we talk a little bit about Venom, the upcoming movie that's releasing this week. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, a lot of different stuff. We have a very fun throwdown. It was a very enjoyable podcast. It's always fun to have Bob come by and apologize. <laughs> For things that he has done so that being said he's wronged us he's wronged us so guys that being said enjoy episode 164 and we will see you on the flip mind gap podcast
up on the spot? No, it's the actual ending song. You guys have an ending song? We do. I don't think I've ever made it past the end of this podcast before. Bob's never made it. Bob's never made it more than twenty minutes into any of our podcasts. <laughs> Bob's like, I fast forward a lot of podcasts. Right. Like, this ends. <laughs> I think. Thank God this ends because right. I've just had to turn it off. I mean, yeah. I I got nothing to say. I'm I'm guilty. You caught cool. me red-handed. All right. All right. I'll listen. To, I'll, how about this? I'll I'll listen to this one because I'm on it. And then I'll listen to the end. Cool. Well, we'll go ahead and start your apology tour right there. But uh, <laughs> before we do that, I just got back from Missouri. Yes. You too? I, yeah, me too. I, when the hell were you in Missouri? I was in there last week. I was in there last weekend. What? I was in there? That, that is what you... Listen. That is a Missouri thing. Yeah. You are, you're, you're in there. You're, you're in going there. into it. Yeah. Yes. It's a thing. It's yeah. not a thing. You don't visit. You go into it. Yeah. What were you, where were you? Uh, I was in uh, just west of St. Louis City. Cool, nice. Yeah. I was up northeast in Kirksville, Missouri. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the subtle nod of like cool. Yeah. You know? What the hell are you doing over there? Uh, that's where my mom and dad live. Really? Yeah. My in-laws live out that way. That's right. That's right. I remember they lived in the St. Louis area. Yeah. I'm going to say this as neutrally as possible. I'm sorry for you both. Well, you know the drive well, sucks. Uh, I was ready to leave. We'll just put it there. Like mm-hmm. right when you got there. I was like. Cool. This is running its course a lot quicker than normal. I don't think I've ever been so excited to get up at six thirty in the morning before. Yeah, you know, getting the fuck out <laughs> of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very much like cool. Well, we're leaving now. Thank yeah. you mm-hmm. for for everything. Um, but I found a wonderful. Any, who's gonna say any fun any fun stories? There you was want to regale us regale us with. There was a very interesting like moment where I saw this family, and I'm like, this is a wonderful just snapshot of rural America. Okay, and. We were at a lake, and Natalie was throwing rocks, and this truck pulls up. At geese. At what? She's throwing rocks at geese. Oh, no. I've taught her, don't do that. Mm. No, no, we shoot those. Because the geese's tongue has teeth, so don't do that. Right. Um, And this truck pulls up, and a dude pops out uh, with um, a sleeveless shirt and shorts, Mm. some tattoos that look like they're poorly done even from a distance mm. goatee very right. important mm-hmm. because it's usually either a goatee or just like the the chin yeah chin stuff yeah two girls hop out they're gonna go over to a little boathouse where they can rent pontoon boats and stuff like that and they're walking they're just a bit very loud and then behind them comes uh the female i don't know the, why who knows these days you know mm-hmm. maybe married maybe not uh in shorts uh t-shirt with shirt rolled up Flip flops and a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, and she's like, "Hey, you stay away from that water." Wait, to to you and Natalie? To, no, to the to her kids. Oh, I was like, <laughs> that'd be All funny right, this got like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doug's gonna have a problem with someone else now. Yeah, I should have clarified. She was talking to her children. Gotcha, gotcha, no, gotcha. Okay. Stay away from that water. I was just like, "Good lord, <laughs> yeah, this is weird." Uh, yep, this is a very weird moment. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it was a circle of life down there. I'll tell it you. Sure is, and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel I, like that, that. They call that the "We gonna get you" uniform is what mm, they were wearing. Yeah, we gonna get you. That's I like the, that. That's the state motto of Missouri. Is it really of Missouri? No, we gonna get you. It's, it's the show me state. Nope, it's we gonna get you. We gonna mm. get you to show me. Oh, please don't. Your fears. Yeah, I'm gonna get you to show just me. Saying, I think fears. we just rewrote the new state logo. Yeah, yeah. motto, whatever. I don't slogan. We do the logo, yeah. logo too. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's well. <laughs> The butthole with a <laughs> finger blast in the butthole. <laughs> All right, full circle. Blast <laughs> off in Missouri. <laughs> it's always about poops and butts with you guys. Yep. Always. Never Every forget. Every podcast. Yeah. Yes, always and forever. Uh, yeah, man, it was interesting, uh, to say the least. It was a lot of it just, um, you know, sometimes when you're around family for a while, they kind of wear on you. I can dig that. Just a sure. little bit. When, yeah. When they ask you, hey, do you know how to 
unlock the front door. And I'm like, look, I don't want to pull this card, but I got my master's degree <laughs> in music business. That has nothing to do with this, but yes, I know how to unlock the door. I, I would have just been a dick about it and be like, yeah, yeah, I have one too. I, yeah. I own one. Well, that's what's frustrating a lot of the times with that stuff is just that, um, you know, I get, I get asked or told things in a condescending way mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, I know how to fucking live my life. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm good. I, c- I can do that. I got you are this. in charge of another human being. <clears throat> another rough one was uh, I don't like the way that my parents have their TV set up in their living room. Uh, however, my house, my parents' house got hit by a tornado. The screen facing like, the wall? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> nine years ago. Real Twilight Zone yeah. creepy. <laughs> it's like, we, like right. to, we like to hear it. I like Ooh. to hear the that, images. That's our radio. What? Um, and... It's just like this, the sensor that they built is so weird because depending on where you're in the room, the remote won't work, oh, which I makes no that's... fucking sense to yeah. me whatsoever. And so I'm trying to get, like, my mom was trying to get uh, cartoons on, whatever, and she couldn't get it to work. And she's like, here, Doug, you find the Disney Channel or whatever, and I'm finding it. And I, I punch in the channel, and it's just a black screen, like, almost as if to say, like, oh, the, whatever's program on here isn't working. I go, oh, I guess it's not working. And my mom's like, oh, you have to press the select button. I'm like, I did. I pressed it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's on mute. I'm like, that has nothing to do <laughs> with the screen. It would be fucked up if it did. Yeah. Oh, it's on mute. She goes, oh, you have it muted. I'm like, I'm not concerned about the sound at the moment. I'm concerned about the picture. Right. You've got and, the picture muted. And so she's like, she's so, not only did she hand it to me to like, I don't know what I'm doing. You do it. But then she tried to direct side coach me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't That's need the, the side worst. coaching. <laughs> yeah. So then I was yeah. like, you know what? Here. And she goes, let me see it. And I gave it to her. And she turned off the TV and then just stared at it. I go, you realize you turned off the TV, oh, right? No. She goes, no. I go, it's off. Oh, and she goes, no. well, sometimes you have to turn it off and turn it back on to get it to work. I'm like, you did not mean to do that. But she turned it back on and worked. I'm like, good. We're all happy now. Right. This is wonderful. Thank you for that. Yeah, and that I've was called, 15 minutes into when he first got there. Yeah, I've called a lot of IT departments, Douglas, and oh. they always tell me to turn it off and right back on again. And I try to, I try to do right mm. by him. Like you know, uh, my dad has a, a sheet of medication that he takes for his heart and. They're always printing stuff out. I'm like, I'm going to try and do the right thing. I'm like, you guys ever heard of Google Drive? Like, I'm going to make this easy on you. Because they're like, can we just print this out? And they have a shitty home printer. And they're like, we want this all on one page. I'm like, you can't get this all on one page. You won't be able to read it. It's going to be a nightmare. I'll print it out for you. But I'm also going to create this in Google Drive. And I did everything. And I was like, look, look at this magic. Look at this wizardry. And I was like, this was a terrible idea. Because then there's the questions. Yeah, well, and then it's only going to be... You're just going to keep getting those questions. Well, like they're I, only going to keep get contacting you and be like, hey, now, well, how do I do this? How well, do I make this red? Why is it blue? Right. And then it's like, they're not even going to use it. I know they're not. I don't no. even know why I bothered. But I was like, I, I got to try because it's the same thing when I'm told, like, oh, we have to print out our, our taxes to mail them in. I'm like, no, you don't. Oh, yeah, we do. I'm no, like, they literally make it so you don't have to do that. I was like, right. you know what? I'm not going to argue. Fine. Mail your taxes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you're going to do. This is not my. Do they do their own taxes? Uh, they have someone that they, they, have, they work yeah. with, and they're like, we have to mail it to them. I'm like, mm, you probably don't. I, I will say that the guy that we have done our taxes with the last few years, who we probably won't be going back to, uh, <laughs> we we did have to mail our taxes in. Yeah. He mandated that you mail your taxes in? Didn't give us a choice. Wow. Yeah, he printed them off. No said, email address. Here's your return. Here's your return. Sign this, and then you can, and he gave us a, an envelope with uh, the address on it. I'm like, really? Okay. Great. This right. is fantastic. No, but did you get audited, Justin? Oh no! He did his job. Sure. Just saying. I mean, dick. I about mean, it. yes, he did it. Oh, I'm gonna be a dick about it. You don't even know. 
Okay. You oh. don't even know. I'm going to be a dick. Um, but yeah, so it was an oh. interesting... Uh, Professional. It was an interesting trip. I was happy to get out. I had yeah. some good family time. I can, to spend some time I can imagine there. after a while, though. It's yeah. you're like, I guys, I gotta get going. I was you like, know? cool, we're good. Yeah. you know, things are things are fine. I'm glad you made it out, though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> touch and go there that. for a little while. If nothing else, I'm glad you made it out. Yeah, yeah. it's glad to be back. I have a uh, another chat story. Oh please, uh, yeah. This oh one, please, this one's great. Um, so I was. As most of my Chet stories happen. First of all, for anyone who's just tuning in, let everyone know who Chet is. Oh, yeah. Chet is the guy in the office that no one likes, and he makes uh, very uh, in poor taste jokes, Mm -hmm. and uh, he has no social decorum. Um, What what else am I forgetting here? Uh, He's a train wreck. He's just an absolute train wreck of a person. Um, I feel like sometimes he passes off as though he's being innocent, though it's malicious because he's not being innocent. Right. Yeah, a whole bunch of weird shit. To this story, uh, to my point, this right. story I think kind of exemplifies that. Right. Uh, so he he also tends to snort when he when he breathes. So like he'll you'll get a lot of like yeah when he and it's very gross. So the guy again just a train wreck. So uh, I was and he'll he leans forward when he walks. So he basically barrels through wherever he's going. Oh, mm-hmm. good. He's got like he's either in a resting position or he's in a like a half trot position. Right. Yeah. So I was going to the bathroom, and I walk in. Uh, I get to the door, and the door opens, and out comes Chet barreling. It almost runs into me, and he just stops. Going, oh, oh, sorry. Hey, hey, buddy. I'm like, hey. And I, I just walk right through. He goes, okay, bye, Mr. Justin. And I was like, see ya. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, great. I caught him on the way out. I don't have to worry about this. And then I get to the urinal, and I went to the far one, because that's what guy code dictates. I went to the far one. And in the back of my head, I had this weird little thing where I started thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way he'd come back in here just to talk to me. That's a that's an absurd thought. Not even he. <clears throat> and so then I hear the door open. And I was like, that can't be him. That, that's not him. I'm not going to look because if I make eye contact, I've sealed my own fate. And it ends up being a different person. And they go to the far urinal and they use it as well. I'm like, yeah, Great. guy code. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Like, so far, so good. Then I hear the door open again and I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, so in comes barreling in, and as he runs up to the urinal right next to me, and he's, he pulls it out, and he's like, thought I was done. Wait, what? Right. <laughs> he goes, thought I was done. And then he does the thing where he leans forward, puts his head against the wall, and just like leans there with his head on the wall. As if to drain himself by gravity. Right. right? Like, Or it's too much to just stand on his own volition. I've never, never seen that like, before. Like he's just... No. Yeah, so he runs in, thought it was done, head right on the wall, and just goes. At that point, I, it took about two seconds, and I went, I shook, zipped up, and I'm like, I'm done. And I'm like, I'm was out. Was there an outlet on the wall for him to you know, charge up his robot body that he put his head against? <laughs> like, my thing is, I'm just like, how do you, how do you think you're done? No, did no, you no. get halfway back to your desk and start pissing yourself, or did no. you? Again, th- th- there is no in-between. You have either done it or you have not done That's it. That's what I'm saying, yeah. You know? And even if, like, let's say you really got to take a leak. We've right. all been there, meeting went too long. You've had to go for 45 minutes. You still go, and then about 10 minutes later, you're like, I got to go again, right? Because it's mm-hmm. all backed up back there. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't just go and then turn around and go, well, and also, I got to go again. If you come into the bathroom, don't, anou- I, for me, don't announce that, oh, thought I was done. No, you didn't. You don't owe me an explanation. I don't want to <laughs> talk to you, especially right now. I don't want to do it. And then Haig had another interaction with him today to piggyback off that. Oh, yeah? 
and I can't. And Hagee's like, you got to tell this story. So Hagee, I apologize. I can't remember the story you told me. <laughs> But we'll get there. It's essentially the same thing, yeah. more or less. So he yeah. walked in and Chet was uh, sitting on the urinal, <laughs> taking a shit. <laughs> He's like, thought I was done. Thought it was done. <laughs> Dropped my watch in here. Have you tried it this way before? <laughs> I like to sit down when I pee. <laughs> sit down the, the fucking urinal. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, oh, geez. no, no. I sit down often in the morning. Yeah, I do it uh, most times because it uh, eliminates 100% chance of uh, pee splatter. Yeah, I mean, there's no problem with that. Um I feel like I got to share a story just because every time I've listened to the podcast, we've talked about bathroom decorum. Which yeah. At our office, there's none of that. Oh, I'm no. I'm sure you, you understand that by I now. I do. We've gone over this. We live. With, we work with animals. <sighs> Seriously. Or just people with just fucked up minds and mentalities of how to use a fucking bathroom. So let me paint the picture for you. Sure. You go down this long corridor, right? At the end of the corridor, the first door on the right is the men's room. When you come out of that door and you go back down the corridor, you're staring all the way down a hall at an open room, and they're just basically walk-up rooms. If you want to go in there and you close the door, like sure. phone booth-esque rooms. So I'm in there. I'm I'm taking a leak. Far stall. In right? the, oh, I thought in the room. No, not in the okay, room. Yeah. Not yet. That, that's, that's another a story. Move. Yeah. Uh, I'm washing my hands, and all of a sudden, in one of the stalls, I, a phone rings, which right off the bat is a big fucking pet peeve of mine. Don't answer your phone in the men's room. <laughs> it's fucking weird right. for so many reasons. Right. This guy answers the phone out of the stall and goes out of the men's room so okay. now he answers the phone with what i assume is his shitty hand because mm-hmm. why else would you be in there mm-hmm. talking on a phone in the men's room which is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. as i'm leaving he's in that room at the far end that i can only assume he closed the door with his shitty hand so he's just like shit everywhere <laughs> right Right. Like, what's just wrong wall, just with you, a man? streak of shit down the wall if as it, he walked. Let's rewind that for a second. If it were me or a decent human being, you don't answer the phone. Right. You wash your hands. Right. And then when you leave the men's room, you call the person back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't know right? what I don't know what phone call is that important that you have to sit there and be like, oh, you know what? I got to take this right this minute, and also I got to run out of here. Right. Anyway. Yeah, it's funny. Animals. Today, I uh, Pat, who was on the podcast yeah, not too yeah. long ago, um, he and I have a, a fun rivalry at work, and uh, I saw him outside my office, and like he fake punched me, and I like fell to the ground, like he really punched me, and yeah. then I went to the bathroom, I saw him, and we were three stalls. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard the episode, what ours is weird, it's like normal height stall, child stall, normal height stall. You mean urinal? That's what I meant. Okay. Urinal. Sure. So those urinals, so it's like normal, small, normal. So most of the time, people naturally separate and yeah. go on either side. Okay. I came in. I saw Pat. He immediately right ne- went right next to him and just stared at him. Yep. <laughs> I've done that to going. him before. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. I just went and I just stared at him and I could see him. Like He was kind of messing on his phone. And he, I could tell he's like, shit. <laughs> he turns and I was like. Well, hello there, Pat. He's like, God damn it. We meet again. And then we start talking. Another guy comes in. I'm like, well, this actually worked out because we needed three. And as we were talking, the guy goes, so did you guys book this meeting room? Or what <laughs> are we, uh, oh, what I are we like doing him. here? You guys all immediately became best friends. Right? I'm a fan of this guy. Yeah. No, you're not. Um, oh, he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. that guy, dude. Fuck him twice. Dude, guy, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, so you listened to the episode of, the, I'm assuming, The Breathing in the bathroom? That was the creepiest shit. Actually, my wife and I had the pleasure of listening to that. Yep. Uh, we actually cranked <laughs> those, the volume up. For those listening, up. Doug just... 
Oh my god! Like an excited child on Christmas, just clapped his hands in front of his chest. He's so happy that he grows someone out. <laughs> there were two very disturbing things about that recording. One mm-hmm. is just the sound of the bathroom that right. you guys have. It's just it, like buzz. you said. There's yeah. It's like a murder castle. It's very strange. <laughs> and two is just the rhythmic, repetitive breathing as if he was going to give birth. It was very disturbing. Uh, very glad that you captured it. Nice. I was like, I, I this is. I heard it for a little bit. I'm like. It's kind of stopped for a bit. I'm like, I probably should have tried to record that. It's just too weird. And then start it up again. I'm like, well, well I'm getting this. <laughs> Here we go. That's Papa sign from above. So, Okey-dokey. I mean, did you did you stay the course? Did you figure out what happened? Did you, did you? What's funny is I've heard people breathe like that in the office. And I turn and look at them. I'm like, is it you? <laughs> You're the you shit the guy? breather. Are you the bathroom it's like, breather? It's like, are you okay? Do you have a bad rusting heart rate? Or right. like, what's going on, man? I'm worried. Well, I was talking when, when Bob told me that he had listened to that episode. We were talking about it. And I was like, I truly feel like I would have walked by and just gone, hey, I don't want to make this weird, but are you okay? Like, I can call an ambulance if you need one. We mm-hmm. need to get a medical doctor involved here. Right. I would feel bad if you actually died and I didn't try to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> horrible way to die is right. like a crapper trying to breathe it out. Yeah. You yeah, know what right. another horrible way to die is? Mm. Watching a DC movie. Okay. Oh, there it is. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get this out of the way. <laughs> All right. Look, how long have I been coming on this show? Uh, At least three years. years. Yeah, since we started. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go through the whole thing. But the first thing I'm gonna say is I'm not apologizing for shit. I'm not gonna apologize. Okay, we'll see how that goes. Well, no, because DC owes me a fucking apology. Okay, there we go. There we are. Okay. So you guys had talked about this a few podcasts ago. You guys, I think it was the Marvel versus DC or. Or maybe Marvel that was just, Star Wars. Maybe, but there was. Uh, you guys did talk about Justice League. I think your brother told okay. you mm-hmm. you had to watch this. Mm-hmm. And you guys were talking about um, wh- what were they trying to do? Mm-hmm. What was that? What was the audience there? And the audience was kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, they were so up shit creek. They, if you watch it again, it's all it is is just it's for kids, um, which is fine. But if you think about where it started from and to where it went to. Uh-huh. It just is just a dumpster fire. What kids do you think that was for? I don't find that as a very <clears throat> child-friendly movie. No, well, I mean... You're talking like 13 to 16 yeah, kids? Yeah, I mean, my wife teaches... Um, well, she teaches basically, you know, one-year-olds to six-year-olds. So Brad. right in that range. Way to brag. Right, yeah. right, Got it. right in that range. Uh, but no, a lot of those kids love those characters. Um, they love the Flash. They will wear their Flash costume to school. Um <laughs> Again, like if you, it, I don't expect anyone to watch the movie again because it was just god awful. Uh, but it was one of those things where I think it was just too many hands got through it, and they had to do something with it. I mean, they had to get out the door. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know. I, I can't apologize for that. It's just the fuck you gonna do with it? Right. Can't or won't. Uh, again, I'm the one that I'm the victim here. You know, I'm the one that needs the apology. <laughs> But I will say this. It, uh, I challenge everyone now since we've mm-hmm. gone through this. And yeah. we've, we've all seen it, right? I know you have. Yes. I have. You, mm-hmm. Did you watch it? Absolutely. Uh, I challenge you guys to go back and, and really watch Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually I, just did that recently. Did you pay attention to the cinematography and the mm-hmm. direction? I mean, if you mm-hmm. think about that was the vision mm-hmm. in 2013, uh, it's it's beautiful. I love I what Steel. they were trying to do with it. And every single incarnation since then is just... You know, one producer shitting on it after another, one director, one Warner Brother exec shitting on it, and then right. you got this crap that yeah. came out. It's very you reminiscent know. of a Sony production. Yeah. Where it's okay. someone, because again, I the only the only leeway I give them is that Warner Brothers doesn't just make DC movies. Marvel just makes Marvel movies. Right. They have a whole studio dedicated just to those that cinematic yeah, but universe. That shouldn't. 
that shouldn't prevent you from making good canon. I agree, um, but they are also rushed everything. There should have been a Man of Steel 2 before Agreed. Batman v Superman, right. where you could have flushed out that relationship, and then you could have done Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman was the first... In a, Again, I'm going to say this again. Jumanji 2 outgrossed Batman v Superman. Right. Jumanji 2 outgrossed Wonder Woman, as well as uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. What fucking universe are we living in? Uh, Doctor Strange did better than well, some of those movies. Doctor Strange is a great movie. It is, and, and that's not to you know diminish that. I right. Mean, it's just it just goes. When did we ever think a Batman v Superman movie would would not do as well as Jumanji two? Yeah, and uh, again, I just it's really sad. I mean, how long when they started the first Marvel uh, Phase One in 08, Yep. Right with Iron Man, mm-hmm. and we're ten years into that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started ten years and twenty movies. Mm-hmm. They started the DC canon uh, universe in 2013, mm-hmm. so we're half the way through it. And you look at the mess we have; uh, they just it just goes to show you wasn't thought out. No, right, they yeah. they didn't care. And actually, it's really funny. I was talking to Justin about something I was reading. Um, it was about this, and it was about Henry Cavill. Uh, obviously, you heard the news that he mm-hmm. might not be Man of Steel anymore. Yeah, I think it's a power play. Mm-hmm. Basically, to say to Warner Brothers. Fuck you guys! Uh, giving Shazam a movie, you want me to do a cameo? No, I'm I am your universe. I need my movie. Yeah. Was he supposed to do a cameo in Shazam? Well, th- the reason why that whole thing went sour and that the rumors that he was no longer going to be Man of Steel, yeah, is because they were fighting over his cameo in Shazam. Ah. And basically, Henry Cavill's trying to be an actor. Yeah. And he's like, "This is bullshit." Number one, you just right. basically making me your puppet. You're putting me in movies just so that you can get people to come to your shitty movies. Right. As opposed to just giving me my movie, which because I've had the only successful movie in your franchise so far, right? Which again, uh, I argue that people um, crapped on it because it came a year after the Dark Knight trilogy ended. Yeah, bad timing for DC. Yeah, right? and right. I also I I I'll always defend DC on the people like it's too gritty, it's too serious. I don't fucking care. I like if it. it works, it works, man. That's not the Superman I know. What Superman do you know? Right, the, right. Well, the, the Richard Donner ones. I'm sorry, I'm not uh, a fan of those. I'm no. not a fan of those either at all. No, I they're too like, fluffy. I, yeah, that's too fluffy. It's weird. Like it's 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 silly. Yeah, and like Superman is supposed to be the good guy. Why isn't he smiling? It sounds like a thing they're telling to women. You look better yeah. if you smile. Yeah. Well, like, you what? just told me about Brie. Uh, Brie Did you hear about Brie this? Larson? Yeah, yeah, that some stupid shit. People are like she didn't smile. Well, did you hear what she did? Yeah, then then that people just Photoshop a bunch of weird smiles on I like think a bunch she of. Did mon- that. Oh, did she did? <laughs> she, she was like you know Chris Evans and uh, uh, Captain America with a big yeah. fucking smile on his face and then an yeah. action. It's like dude, go fuck off. That's so you know? stupid. Yeah, so people I mean, are it, dumb. It, it's tragic. Um, you know, and they're going to reboot the whole thing. I, I have no idea what they're, they're going to do. But I was well. I mean, you got two independent Joker movies going on. So it's so. interesting about that. I mean, we'll talk about the yeah. Joker movie coming up. So um, Brie Larson, Brie Larson photoshopped the smiles <laughs> on there. I'm just pulling it up right now. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. They look really creepy. Yeah. Right? They look. Because <laughs> you wouldn't be smiling in the middle no. of an action sequence. No, you wouldn't. You know, they so dumb. and you'd never really ask. Creepy. Oh my god, that's really He looks like unusual. the comedian. Oh my god. <laughs> god, I don't like that. That looks terrible. That one looks like he's going to fu- That looks like it. That one looks, looks like, like he's got punched in the balls. Yeah. But no, you're right. Like the Iron Man actually looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It like, does. It yeah. looks like uh yeah, like the comedian. You know, when Watchmen right. came out, I thought that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was Robert. So did I. Did you really? I did. I, I thought that was him. Confused. Um I was telling Justin and this this will tell you. Um they were doing a review on DC from the 90s all the way to now. And, you know, Batman and Robin, that complete... Travesty. Travesty. Uh, you should read about the pre- and post-production of that movie. 
it's hilarious and yeah. just how much of a wreck it was. And one of the very telling things about it is that on set, one of the main producers for that film was a toy company. Ugh. And they basically were trying to gear the entire thing as one commercial for toys. And Warner Brothers, one of the execs, I forget who it was, came out to say, I don't give a shit what you put out there. It needs to sell toys. Yeah. It goes to show you that mentality. That, though, like, does that not make so much sense now? Oh, like, when, the first time I heard, like, when he told me that, I was like, fuck, I think that makes all the sense in the world now. Yeah. But, I like the fan theory that that movie is actually a movie that people are watching in that universe. Like, people oh. made a movie, like a Hollywood movie, based on that, and it's been jazzed up. That's funny. From Hollywood. <laughs> so like, Batman's a real person, and someone that made makes a movie in the Batman universe right? about Batman. Yeah. yeah. Someone's like, we're going to really stylize this and everything, and why, like, the tone's so different yeah. from the I, earlier I love ones. the fact right. that fans are just like, we need some way to just explain why this is so bad, and so what insane. can we come up with? Yeah. yeah. You know, my wife and I... Uh, she, I got her into Guardians of the Galaxy. I love that's my favorite uh, Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I love Guardians One, Volume Two. Mm-hmm. They're so much fun. Yeah. Uh, they're just great, and they're well written and they're well acted. She loved them so much. She at the end of Volume Two, she's like, "Well, are there more Guardians?" I'm like, well, there's a third one in the making, but you know these these characters bleed into other parts of this universe. And she's like, "What do you mean?" So I was explaining to her. She's like, "Well, what do you think I would like to watch next?" I'm like, "Oh, this is fun." Yeah. Oh, boy. So I showed her Iron Man because nice. I think Iron Man is a Phenomenal movie. Iron Man it's 1 is great. still one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. It's I watched awesome. it a lot lately because my daughter likes it. I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. By the way, my wife and I both saw what your wife posted. That your daughter <laughs> in the Iron Man suit is fucking awesome. Isn't that great? Dude, you're fucking winning. It's awesome because, <laughs> I don't know, it's something about that and letting a little girl do whatever she wants yeah. and, and love whatever she wants is just awesome. Well, thank you. I, I'm like, you like it? It's just so funny because she's pointed at something one day. She's like, I want to watch that. I'm like, do you know who that is? Oh, well, sorry. Well, Jill, my wife was wearing a shirt of Iron right, Man. Right. Yeah. She goes, who's that? My wife's like, well, that's that's Iron Man. She's like, Iron Man. And then so we started seeing it more often. Then I'm like, do you want to watch the movie? She's like, oh, cool. I'll watch the movie. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is, this might be too much for right. you. Yeah. And then she got scared in a couple of parts, but she loved, like, we just showed her the part where he first puts it on and yep. goes over there to, to she, he, he's like doing that stuff. So now we're like, uh, when she wants to fight something, she goes, she puts out her palm and goes, Psh. I love it. I'm like, ah. It must so melt nice. your fucking heart, man. I'm going to fucking love it. That's great. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Uh, my lady, she loved that. And then, you know, slowly that would basically open up the gates and we've watched all of all of the, nice. the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, it was a little hard to get her into to, uh, Captain America. I'm, I'm actually really? not a big fan of those movies. Oh. I think those are one of the weaker ones. Well, I tell you what. The first one, I'll give that to you. But Winter Soldier is in my top two. Actually, you know, Civil War is pretty great, too. Uh, it's, Winter Soldier, it was so... Well, first of all, it was the first Russo Brothers Okay. One. Right. And dude, the fighting in those movies are sick. Well, yeah. not only that, choreography is great. Not only is it a great story for starters, you see a really great character arc with Stephen Rogers. Yeah. And you get the whole you know thing about Hydra and Shield, which was amazing. You get to see Bucky, and I love the sound effects. I love the music. Yeah. In that movie, whenever uh, Bucky shows up, like just the weird, ominous, almost Joker-like music that yeah. plays. And uh, the, just the repercussions of that movie were amazing. And to see, not that, you get to see how inspiring Cap really is. Well, it was one yeah. of the first times, uh, I think, that they actually put a, like a, um, they played with genre. Mm-hmm. They played yeah. with style. like, it's like a political thriller almost. Right. They put like an espionage thriller with a, like 
with a superhero backdrop. Yeah. yeah. And like then they they got to play with that. And like the Ant-Man, then they were like, well, let's do a heist movie with a superhero backdrop. And then yeah. let's do it like yeah. so they're trying to they're like, well, let's see if we can do these genres of movies just set in our superhero worlds. Well, I also like that was real creative because I, I thought up to that point like I didn't really believe how much of a badass Captain America was. Like even through Avengers, it was something about his his uniform and stuff. I was just like, uh, they updated his uniform in this. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. And right out of the gate, you see him get on that ship, and he's just beating ass oh, all yeah. over that yeah, ship, yeah. just wholesale ass. Like, just, oh, yeah. this is what he can. I'm do. like, holy shit! And this is like just an average day. It's like, cool, I'm gonna go do a mission, and he just goes beats ass. <laughs> right. And he gets in that elevator. Everyone piles oh, in. Oh my god! And he's one of the best scenes. And he's smart enough to figure it out. And he's just a less love it. He's like. Before we get started, they wouldn't want to get out. It's like everyone's like, "Fuck!" Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, they know it, and he still beats all that. It's, I'm like, "That's amazing!" Yeah. He goes out to that jet as he's trying to get out, and he beats the shit out of the jet. And like, he's and also I love it when he makes the announcement at the end of the movie. He's like, "Some of these people are Hydra," and it's like the part where you know uh, Crossbones comes up, and he's like, "You know, launch, do the launch." The guy's like, "I can't, I won't do it." It's like captain's orders. I'm like, "That's the effect." Of Captain America, yeah. his right. inspirational ability, where people are like, "Jesus Christ, I'll follow this guy into into hell," and and then of course it bleeds into Civil War, where yeah, he's willing to stand by his beliefs because he has that core beliefs that I think are admirable today. That you're like, oh, a lot of people wouldn't do what he does. It almost seems a little bit self righteous, but it's like he's right and he's willing to stand by that, even if, like he says, even if he's the only one that's willing to do it. Right. Well, I got to give Marvel credit for making all of their characters very approachable, yes. and they they really do. They stay true to the characters from, um, I mean, what they were written in the comic books from when they were they were you know thought up. Captain America's core beliefs. He was a, he was about that. I mean, sure. in World War Two, that's you wanted to have that nationalism. You wanted that American yeah. pride. And it bleeds over to the movies. Um, it's just a really well done. I, I think for me as a fan of DC, it's just going back and watching all those movies. It just makes me butt hurt because I'm like, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, it sucks because you do, you you over justify some of the the shortcomings these DC movies have because you get to see your beloved characters on screen. Right. Agreed. But 100%. at a certain time, you can't. You just can't do it. Well, it's almost. You know? I mean, it's it is such a disservice to true like true fans of the DC properties that you don't get to see. A character fully fleshed out, yeah. and you don't get to see like what is it? I've I've spent so long reading about this person in the comic books, and I know their intricacies and the nuances of their personality, and none of that is shown to me on screen. Right. And so that like it's such it's such a slap in the face to people who truly like it. Where whereas Marvel has taken the time to go, we're going to really pull what these characters are about, and we're going to inject that into the movies. Yeah, and that's like that's giving the fans like I understand you want to make a buck, but they're also there's a way to do that, and also like not say fuck you to the fans you know the true fans too yeah yeah i feel like it's a missed opportunity because i know that totally um you know dc and warner brothers are trying to cash in on the superhero craze but i'm like who says this is ending tomorrow right dude you could have this stuff going for 10 years on your clock and guess what ride that wave right why do you gotta try and go from man of steel to justice league in a matter of years right play the long game with it you right. know i think when it boils down to it all of those movies uh you can compare them against other blockbusters and they did mm-hmm. poorly domestically and abroad those movies grossed they made money yeah and i think what really boils down to is you got some executives who really don't care no they don't right. care about the characters like marvel studio does they don't they're not invested in the long game they don't give a shit mm-hmm. because they can reboot it next year and then they can just reap that same cash cow all over again. Right, and I think. But that's will the, they though? Is my question. I think. I think you have to start thinking about it because now with Ben Affleck going through rehab, 
and rumors of him maybe not being Batman anymore and Henry Cavill up in the air, you really do have to start evaluating what your future is if you're going to continue doing it or do you start doing standalones. I'm excited about Shazam. I think it looks fun. Um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be... Look, if it's a one-and-done fun movie, I'm a, if it's like an Ant-Man-style movie, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about it. Um, are you going to be banking your shit on Shazam? I hope not. Right. That seems like uh, a very weak character it is to weak. It bank is. everything on, like a cornerstone character on. Yeah. And Aquaman looks just like complete CGI garbage. I mean, it looks... I was nothing really, about that movie yeah. is exciting for me at all. Well, and we talked about this when we talked about DC, with your, but I was super pissed in Justice League when they... When they like again, when they went specifically when he went down uh, and he was talking with that with that woman, mm-hmm. and they made like the air bubble for them to stand in. I'm like two things: one, why do you need to do that? You can breathe and talk in water. You're doing this for what reason? And two, it, it, you it looks like a student film green screen behind them. I'm like, sure. what are you doing? We were talking about this today. What makes some movies like why does the CG on some movies look so shitty and some movies look amazing? And you, yeah. there's probably really only like a handful of v, uh, VFX houses that do things on that level. There's not that much variety. Like, how come if there's not that many different places to do it, why are the outcomes so broad? Well, I think you did Justice League. The answer is very simple. I mean, you had two directors go through that film. You had two edits, reshoots, yeah. uh, and you didn't have time. I think really that they rushed it. That Again. movie suffers from the fact that you you Zack Snyder's vision was never realized. Right. Um, and as much as I love, um, God, I'm blanking on his name, the director who took it over. I was, uh, Josh, Josh Whedon. Josh, thank you, Josh Whedon. As much as I love him and I respect him, um, he was just a placeholder. He yeah. just needed to get the movie finished, right? Yeah. Now, we talked about Venom today, right. uh, which I was excited about until I saw a third trailer. And I'm like, why does he look so cartoony? Okay, let's stop. Why is there a third fucking trailer? Let's start right there. <laughs> Sony Look, can't do a trailer to save their fucking lives. I don't mind there being a third, a fourth, a fifth. I don't, I don't mind that. I like that stuff. It gets me excited about it. It's not going to prevent me from seeing a movie. Um, it does make me nervous about what you think is a studio this movie is going to do. It reeks of desperation. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. And that's always it. what it's been with Sony is they keep really, you know that they're long trailers. Right. Even, like the like, newest, have you seen the newest one? No. I've, the newest one is. I was surprised. It's Hold like on. three and a half minutes long. Why three and a half minutes? Venom trailer three. Oh, it is. Oh, God. Whoa. No. This has to be something else. Hold on. Cause I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play this in the background on mute because there's no way it's that long. There's, this one, this. Is it from Sony or is it from a different? Are they like. Piece film together. select trailer. Hold yeah, on. yeah, film select will probably add a few seconds onto it. But well, a few seconds, five minutes and forty four seconds. That doesn't seem right. No, new trailer. They, they may have put two together, but see, they did the same thing because, like, the the thing was, Venom is a beloved character. I love Venom. Look, look, and I don't, yeah, I don't mean to cut you right. off. Marvel and me, I, I was a DC guy. Mm-hmm. The one Marvel storyline that I loved, and I think I talked about this, is Spider Man. Yeah. I love Carnage. I love oh, Venom. Carnage. The symbiote suit yeah. is badass. Yeah. Everything about Spider-Man is great. I'm with you. Venom is an awesome character. And uh, it's like uh, it's like Sony just desperately wants to do something with this franchise because they have the license for it. So right. explain that to me. They gave the license ba- of Spider-Man back to Marvel. They leased it. Okay. They basically were like, 
we need help making a Spider-Man movie. You guys produce it. We still own the rights, so they're splitting the profits on it and the revenues. They just, they're not equipped to make a good Spider-Man. We saw it from Homecoming. Fucking Marvel knocked it out of the park. That's great. Right. Linked it in with, with Iron Man. Yeah. We saw it in Civil War. We saw it also in Infinity War. Like, they, they, they know what they're doing with that. So that's what's weird about this is that doesn't tie into that universe. No, it doesn't. Venom is separate. And Venom is equally a part of Spider-Man. The universe. It's like, why would you have this as a separate entity? Right from anything else it doesn't make sense and I love Tom Hardy he's the only reason I even remotely had any interest in this film because he brings some gravitas to it but even then I'm just like what's I don't even know if he's the right pick for this movie well and the thing is like I understand that he you know he brings gravitas he's a great actor but I I, the choices that he made in this one like at least from the trailer I don't know what fucking accent he's doing Mm -hmm. I don't like he's got this weird kind of like twitchy kind of like it almost sounds like he's doing like a little boy voice, mm-hmm. yeah. like you know. Eddie Brock I, I, though in the in the cartoons was always a little fucked up. Well, yeah, but he was more of a a, a meathead, wasn't he? Yeah, you you. I well, think that's he the was. thing is like I think you li- like I think in the original incarnation of Venom, it was a guy who was essentially a bodybuilder who got cancer. Okay, and, uh, and wanted to kill himself. It did, and the and the symbiote basically um, attached itself, and it, it staved off the cancer, kept right. him alive. Right. Which is in that powers. universe, what all the symbiotes can do is that they can, if there's an ailment or an affliction, they can heal that. Like there was one, can't remember which one it was, but uh, it actually there was um it was an amputee, and it gave them the ability to walk. It grew mm-hmm. legs for them, so sure. they yeah. can they can do that for the host. But they don't cure. They have the ability to cure the host, but they don't because they're parasitic. So if exactly. they cure the host. Host doesn't need him anymore. Exactly. So they just fix it while they're there. So as long as they yeah. access it, it'll keep them alive exactly, and everything yeah. like that. So, you know, that part of it, you know, is, is an interesting aspect to what makes Venom Venom and also the idea that he's not necessarily a good guy, not necessarily a bad guy. He kind of, kind of plays both sides of it. Right. I love that. But Sony's just, it's like, it's time for an anti hero. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, take a sledgehammer. Is that to one of the faces. slogans? Oh, yeah. That- yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, could you be more like right. obvious with what you're like, doing? So it was thing was the, it was trailer one. <laughs> like it was all the the text that flashed up on screen. I was reading it. I'm like, this is as if you were going to give it. To, it, it it's for a five year old or an eighty year old watching it, so they can go. I know what this is. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I hate about some of that stuff is I understand they're playing to their lowest common denominator, but for the people that understand it and are fans of it, it's insulting. It's very insulting. And not only that, it's it's one of those things where um, you know the first teaser for it. Didn't even show Venom. Right. right. I was like, what the fuck are you guys they doing? so much shit for that. I remember someone yeah. goes, hey, this uh, Venom teaser is missing one thing. Venom. Right. Where is he? Where's Venom? Right. Like, why would you do that? Like, you don't have to do... Like, you're trying to keep it, like, this reveal, but don't. Like, give it, like... Yeah, you don't need to yeah. do that. I mean, it, and then when they showed it, I was like, cool, but even then, like, the CG on it just looks real spotty. I love... I, we talked about this before. I love the idea of the voice and yeah, what it right. sounds like and everything. Well, but, I also love the concept of it kind of popping out and talking to him because yeah. then you can see the visual representation of what's going on in his head. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love those elements of the storytelling. Yeah. But, yeah, like, again, like, I don't know what house did the cg on this but for fuck's sake it's yeah this is yeah. no excuse because yeah. i had time uh i was reading yesterday or today that this that the venom trailers got more hits than any spider-man trailer well, out that, there that's just well that's also what happened with spider-man 3 with sam raimi is the studio execs got involved because sam raimi was not going to do venom talk about a dumpster fire that right? fucking movie was awful yeah and they sam raimi hadn't he goes i don't want to do venom but the studio was like fans love Venom we need to put Venom in this movie because this is a Sandman movie like well, right. we're going to put Venom in there which is why it feels so shoehorned because it is and all the marketing was you see the suit and everything it was like oh fuck 
Right. They're doing it. Spider-Man 2 was so successful, and now it's this. I remember being so pumped, and then just the shit show mm-hmm. that was that movie yeah, because dude. Sam Raimi it didn't have any... There is a there is absolutely a demand for a Venom movie, and Sony should have nothing to do with it ever. Right. I was telling Justin this. It, it's, it's just, it's, it boggles my mind that these studios fail at making these movies. It's not hard. It's already there for you. All you have to do is adapt it. Mm-hmm. You just have right. to put it on screen. You don't have to... Like, literally, there have been 40, 50 years' worth of stories handed to you. You don't need to... It's, it, was, it's, it was funny. We, we call it the chicken and waffle analogy. Has Justin never told you about his chicken and waffles? I don't think so. So the thing about chicken and waffles, and do you mind if I... No, please. Because I think it's a beautiful I just, analogy. I just turned Hague and Bob onto chicken and waffles. It's, yeah, it's I love when I get You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's fucking awesome. Uh, the thing about it is that you go to these places, and they, they give you chicken and waffles, but they're, ours has got like a splash of cayenne, or they just they, they do too much with it. You don't need to. It's a Belgian waffle. It's it's like a fried chicken. You don't mm-hmm. need to do shit to it. These these studio execs, they put you know too much cumin. Mm-hmm. In their in their Venom movie, and trying to get too fancy with it. Stop! Just do the story. Yeah, well, give like, me give me a basic version of what this is. How just do give you me screw just give up? me the meat and potato. Just well, give me the chicken and waffles of it. Or even better, just swallow your humble pie, walk up to Marvel, and be like, right. "Will you help us make a Venom movie?" And better yet, include them in your universe. Right. So I don't understand this. If they're leasing the license to Spider Man already to sell, to uh, Marvel. What is it for them to hold the property? Why don't they just lease all of the property back to them That's a great and let question. them do it? They're going to reap the benefits financially. Well, here's the thing: because they think if they can do it themselves, they don't have to share. That's my guess. Because if they if, if Venom did did well, which I don't think it will, currently no. at twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, say that should scare the shit out of Sony, right? Because if it does well, they don't have to share anything. They did that, right. but also. They're sharing. They're sharing all of the. They're sharing the costs with Marvel, and they're sharing the profits with this. It's all on them. Right. Yeah. If they think they can pull it off, great. Because I think to their to the idea that they could do a Venom movie, which could then lead to maybe a villain Sinister Six, maybe a car. I maybe. mean, they had big plans before Amazing Spider Man Two took a giant dump on yeah. the front step. And I think how cool would it be to insert Venom into be the Marvel Universe. It you know would I mean? it would take it in a whole new direction. What, look, think of all the other things you could open up yeah. in that. You could think of these more villain-focused things. You know, God, you know, Absolutely. I don't know what's going on for Avengers 4, but I mean, what, what the post stuff is looking from that, but good Lord, I mean, imagine the things you could work into that. I mean, yeah. how cool would that storyline be, again, to see what if we could try to do Maybe something, maybe Iron Man dies or whatever in the suit or whatever goes back to Spider Man, but he's just not cutting it, so he finds this symbiote somewhere sure. attached. It. We go through that whole suit story again. Yeah. He sheds it, and then it gets to whoever it's going to be, whether it's Eddie Brock or whoever, yeah. and then they take it. And then you have that, and it, you could, you could. Oh my God, it'd be great. Imagine what Marvel could do with that property. The amount, like a Spider Man and Venom movie, Absolutely. and then if you want to go crazy, do an R rated Carnage movie. Yeah. Fucking unleash the fury on that. That's shit, what man. I'm saying. Like that. Well, that's the other. That's the one thing that I. I don't know if, if Marvel would have the balls to do. I don't yeah. know if they would. I don't know if they'd ever put out an R-rated movie because that would. I think they would. As much as they're for the fans, I think they would take too much of a hit on their bottom line. Uh, I also don't think that Disney would let them do it. I think that would have to be a Netflix release. Yeah. Like like the Punisher and everything like sure. that. Sure. Yeah, they would yeah, have yeah. to be able to be like. But it's tough because. Spider-Man would have to be the one that's you know dealing with Carnage because right. who's going to do it? That's the glue that the holds the cops, right? <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know, it's not going to yeah. be you know I don't know. Iron I, Fist. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let's not talk about Iron Fist. <laughs> the only Iron Fist I like is in Marvel Strike Force on the mobile app. There you go. There you go. They buffed him in the Defenders, so when you get the Defenders now, they have fucking sweet bonuses when they get on there together. It's really great. Real bone definition. Real yeah. bone. They got sweet bonuses. Sweet bone structure. Yeah, big old bonuses. But, and I think those are the things that, that have always frustrated people and in I, it's, I don't like to be a, you know, what is it, a, a Monday morning quarterback for this sort of stuff. I have no, I'm not right. investing $250 million right. into the production. I don't know shit about making movies. We could, but we choose not to. But <laughs> I know. Give the chance. This to, is right. where that business stuff has way too much power over the art. Absolutely. It does. And it, Absolutely. it infuriates me because I'm kind of, I'm in your camp, Bob, where I'm like, this can't be that hard. It really can't be that hard to look at this and be like, how do we tell a good story? What makes the most sense? Now, if you're Sony and you want to double down and be like, we're doing this ourselves, it's like, cool. What do we have to take into account? This has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Okay, that's a challenge. What's the future of this franchise? Right. Is this us dipping our toes into this? Or are we looking to do a franchise thing where we're crossover? Because if it's going to cross over, we have to get Marvel involved. Right. All right, cool. Right. Standalone, great. What's our long-term goal? What story do we want to tell? Is it an origin story? Great. How do we do that? What story is it going to be? And just plan it out. Go. Do it. And just stop fucking making shit and then putting out a crap ton of, of trailers because it's it's dog shit. Yeah. Like, I'm so sick yeah. of that stuff. And having weird tonal things, like we talked about this before, where there's like a 30-second end of the second trailer where Venom's talking about biting a guy's arms and legs off. And I'm going to start with your legs and then your arms and then move on to your head and this and this and so much time, so or so little time, so much to eat or something. And like, it's like, it's, it's like this 30-second like monologue. Like a turd rolling down the street. I'm like, right. I, is this a, nothing about this has been funny. Is this supposed to be... I don't get yeah, it. This is very awkward. A weird tonal shift in it. And I, I just I don't like it. And I find that stuff so frustrating because this could be really cool. When yeah. you have these yeah. really good again, it totally could be. I haven't even bothered watching this, but you know the the Dark Phoenix trailer apparently came out. And I watched I, it. Yeah, one hundred percent was like, don't even care. Yeah, man, that's, don't a, even that's care. another. I really, I really want. I again, I, I do this where I hold out and I think it's it might be good. It, it won't. could it could be good. Maybe maybe they'll do it. No, it's just a, it's such a it's such a storyline that is wrought with possibilities. What uh, was Real? it 2000 or 2001 or is it 99 the first X-Men movie came I out? I think it was 2000. So yeah. 18 years ago and, and this is my humble opinion the only good comic book movie Sony put out is Logan. That's the only one that I'll watch and be like this is a fucking good movie. Uh, all the other ones all the X-Men I, I've, I've Fox been what I mean? Did you say uh, so? was, oh it was Fox. Fox. Yeah. yeah that's right not Sony. Fox. But still. But still, I mean, like, I'm I am talking about the X Men <clears throat> franchise now. Yeah, I like. So yes, Fox. I'll give the I'll I will give, and I don't know if it's for nostalgia purposes or not, but I do like the first X Men Sans Toad. Toad I pisses see, me off. I watched movie. it the other night, and it's just I can't get past Doesn't, all the shitty CGI yeah. and the bad story, and it, bad it, hair. It hasn't aged well, and it's a pretty shitty story. It, it's just you know. Mm. Again, it, I I give it credit for its time because that was one of the better. They, tr- they were trying movies at the time. For the time. Like, yeah. I'll also say this. Most recent DC movies feel like movies from that time. They yeah. do not feel cohesive. They do not Absolutely, feel like they're put yeah. together. Yeah. X-Men uh, that I'll give credit for, First Class. i got to watch it again. I, I didn't like it. First Class is still one because Actually, it's true. they do, took a very like good approach to try to reboot the franchise. I love Fastbender as Magneto. Amazing. Yeah, he's really McAvoy good. McAvoy as oh, yeah. really Professor good. X. It's on point. Amazing. So, so good. Not 
the best, but good. But there's some powerful stuff with Fastbender. Fastbender is the only reason why I watched fucking. I even forgot the name Apocalypse? of it. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. God, that, turned God, out. that was pretty that bad was too. rough. But you know what? That opening part with Fastbender and his family, and when his family dies, and just to see him go nuts. Was, oh, in the concentration camp? Not in the concentration camp, but it, have you seen you've seen Apocalypse? Yeah. Like he, he's in he's in hiding in the woods and like so. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, like yeah. his daughter and, and wife die. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. just takes that guy's necklace and just kills everybody with it. Yeah. It just his uh, he was a fascinating character. Everything else was yeah. dog shit, and that's the thing too. They don't understand how to make a fucking X Men movie to save right. their lives. It's all like cool. We're gonna pair off now and do one on one battles. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this because now with the news of Disney buying 21st Century Fox, do you think there's enough time for them to roll? You don't in? have to call them by the Christian name. That's fine. You just call them Fox. <laughs> sure. Okay. I guess I don't owe anybody anything. <laughs> just try to be respectful, Doug. <laughs> Christian name. Thanks for calling me out. I feel That's like a dick so now. Perfect for Fox. the next uh, Walt Disney Company picture is coming out. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's wonderful. Do you think there's enough time to fold those guys in, or do you the think characters from 21st Century Fox? Do, yeah, the 21st Century yeah. Fox characters. Okay, yeah. The property that Walt Disney and Company now own. Okay, okay, gotcha. Do I just want to make sure I was clear on I that. I think you got it. All right, yeah, yeah, I think you're good. good deal. Okay. Um, do you think there's enough time, or do they have to think about maybe branching off and merging them at a later date? They got to do a later date. They can't oh, do it. Yeah, now. like you mean? Are you talking like to get them into Avengers Four? No, no, oh. I'm talking about in the current uh, phases that they're doing. They gotta wait, because well, first of all, Fox has to fart out the Dark Phoenix. And then I think they need to clear the air a little bit. Pun intended, maybe. No, I mean, good. that I like worked it. really yeah, well, actually, say, yeah. They got to send that. it to its grave, and then um, I just think currently... Then, like, the Dark Phoenix, it will rise from that oh, game. Jesus. Maybe. We'll see. But um, I think... Because you... Who know, I mean, they have stuff planned through, they think, 2024 right now. Who's that, so, Marvel? Marvel. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I think it would be wise to let that settle and then find a way to... Work them in because I don't know how you work in mutants now at this point in time. Because where well, the have they been the whole time? Well, the know. thing is, they they have the Scarlet Witch and they had Quicksilver, so mm. they've introduced the concepts of like genet- of mutated people. They haven't called yeah. them mutants. No, but, but the, they were created through magic of uh, the mind gem, so that they skirted that one <laughs> oh, as enhanced. Fuck, they did. So that's um, true. So I don't know how you. I mean, maybe it's something that Thanos, you know, rep, you know, something that happened after Thanos did his thing. I mean, they, well, that's you the can thing. Find a way to you do can, it. I try them to find a With way to introducing do it. Dr. Strange and yeah. now you have the ability to actually manipulate reality and time mm-hmm. like that opened up a whole new realm of possibilities mm-hmm. for it's storytelling with them yeah because I find it hard to believe that F with everything that's been going on in the universe it's not like they've just been in hiding the whole time like you it's haven't just, seen it doesn't, to this point yeah. they've been like oh we don't want to do anything I'm like no man if fucking Ultron bots are like whatever you but know the X-Men would have been on the front line and, yeah. and, and Cyclops would have you know gone crazy on those pew, guys pew. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, New York and everything like that. I yeah, mean, they, yeah. they would have had some sort of, you know, they would have existed I don't know, to though. some degree. X-Men are pretty bougie. They're in upper New York. Mm. I don't know if they would ever come down to, like, Manhattan. That's true, that's true, that's true, yeah. that's true, that's true. They're and, bougie as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it would have been great to have them with Civil War, with everything that's going on. Oh, God, on because, like having them choose uh, sides themselves? Yeah, that would God have been damn pretty... God damn And not to mention you got to deal with one of the most biggest and most problematic things, which is who's going to be recast for Wolverine. Right. I you know. still say sure. I would love to see that little girl take the mantle. That would be pretty I cool. I loved her. It would be Logan, a really dude. cool yeah. twist on that. I would love that, yeah. That would be really cool. Like, what would be cool is if they continue, like, if, if Marvel grabs that and keeps that Logan as canon and goes, cool, like, Wolverine mm-hmm. died, and mm-hmm. we're going to still bring, like, to see that 
that carryover would be very interesting to see that sure. same character. That's a tough sell because that means all that other stuff existed prior. Yeah, but you don't see George Lucas batting an eye with the shit. Don't you out. say his <laughs> fucking name? <laughs> I mean, I still have to accept, you know, episode one, two, and three. No, you don't. Damn it! No, you, you said don't. he was prepped. No, you do not have to accept those. Because I, I fucking hate. Those I don't movies. accept them as anything. Do you think there's some writer in his death clause that says, "Sure, I'm going to sell my property, but you can never redo one, two, and three. Like no. we're stuck with that. They're yeah. never going to reboot that. No. Why would you want to reboot that? Because it's shitty. Yeah, we don't need to retell that story. I think you could definitely retell. I that mean, story. we could start over if that's what you mean. I guess. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, there's no reboot that will ever happen to Star Wars. I shouldn't say that. So I you're say saying never. you're saying that. Literally take the storyline of one, two, and three. Yeah, Phantom Menace, the other or shit one, some variant of it. I mean, because you look, one, two, and three is about what the rise of Darth Vader. I mean, that's all you need. Is it so much about the rise of Darth Vader, or is it about politics, politics in like intergalactic politics, or is it about pod racing? I really feel like they nailed all three. Yeah, guys, it's a trifecta movie. It mm-hmm. is. Anyway, they call uh, it a Devil's Triangle. That's a movie. hold on the fucking podcast. Yeah, they um, really boofed it on that one. Nice. Oof. Thank you. I like that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm going to keep that in my vernacular. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't do that. Why? Mm, someone's not been reading the news. <laughs> it's from the Kavanaugh hearings. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get lost in the whole he likes the beer thing. I didn't. Did he say boof? Mm-hmm. That was part oh, of wait, is it in the yearbook thing? Was it? Is that I one of the, it the yeah. innuendos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Do we have time to talk about uh, Joker? I was going to say, I want to, before we, yeah, before we run out of time, I definitely I like, do you have time to talk about Kavanaugh? I'm like, well, really? We're going to go from <laughs> X-Men to that? I don't feel like that's a good transition <laughs> but, at all. I feel like if we're talking about mutants. It's all one of the <laughs> same, right? <laughs> well, they played. have good powers. <sighs> except for Jubilee. Right. The best power. <laughs> the power to throw cards. Sparkles. <laughs> That's Gambit. That's Gambit. Yeah. Damn it! I gotta brush over. I told you I'm not a I'm not a Marvel guy. <laughs> I'm getting there though. <laughs> so no, I wanted to talk about. I wanted to bring up uh, the Joker. Yeah. Yes. The movie coming out next year with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, we've gotten uh, on um, Todd Phillips's Instagram. We've gotten the first look of uh, the of the what's the what's Joker's actual name? Arthur Fleck. Ar- Arthur Fleck. So we've gotten the first un. Uh, jokered look of him yeah and then we got that short video where it showed him morphing into him and then we got some leaked footage of some uh, him on the subway and then him in the street presumably coming out of a comedy club uh one of them was just him and arthur fleck and then one of them was full joker attire which looks like it's going back to the the, almost the 60s uh the campy uh, tv show version of the joker which Mm -hmm. is interesting so yeah i just wanted to see what was what your guys' thoughts were on this because again I'm hopeful. I love the idea of Joaquin Phoenix. I love the idea of an older Joker coming into it. I'm interested in how they're going to roll with that. Yeah, I, I think it's way too early to tell. Uh, I do. It was funny. People were giving Todd Phillips a hard time for leaking footage, and he was saying, "Look, there's paparazzi all over the set. Uh, if there's going to be leaked footage, I might as well be the one to do it. I respect that. Uh, it's got to yeah, be hard. Fuck the paparazzi. Like, oh, yeah. you get paid on this, you right. bitch. Well, it's like fuck the fact that like as an artist, you're trying to. He's obviously got a vision, and you don't want anyone else leaking it. You want to be the one to do it, so I can respect that. Right. Um, I'm a little bit torn. The Joker has never had a backstory. Um, there's never been the origins of who he is right. has ever been told. Well, I mean, it, it has in Burton's. In the original one, yeah, he did take right. So Jack Napier, he did right. take a liberty with that. I mean, that's, then, but in the comic, the, lore, the Killing Joke 
obviously alludes to his backstory. A little bit. You know, yeah, but so. I mean, they, they're really going bold with it and establishing a pre-Joker. Right. Like it seems Tim like Tim Burton a, did that, but not I right. don't think in the extent that Todd Phillips is going to do that. It seems as though he really wants to take a, like a good chunk of the movie and build out watching this guy descend into madness. Yeah. I'll say this about the movie. Uh, you know, I think what DC has always done well is done um, small chunks of the universe that they have, the property they have. Okay. So if this is a one-off Joker movie and it doesn't go any go anywhere, but it's a good movie, I'll be happy. I don't need it to bleed into the universe because they obviously suck at doing that. Yeah. Well, so, they are gonna. They they have. I mean, they've said there. This is this will be a standalone movie. So um, that really is interesting to me. Like that's interesting to me as a as a stylistic choice. That's interesting to me as a um, as a studio making yeah. that choice. Like, why would they do that? Um, so there's a lot of questions I have. I think it's just too early to tell how yeah. it's going to be. I, um, I I struggle to see how that movie is going to be interesting without Batman. Like that, that's always my thing. People are like, do you watch Gotham? I'm like, no. I don't need to watch a bunch of bullshit without Batman. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. Like although now they've introduced Batman. Congrats. Right. Yeah. Right. Fucking. They, they gave it. They can't yeah. get away from it. And I think that they're just too scared. I think it's really bold to make that choice. I, it is if you can do it right. I again don't trust Fox to do that correctly. Um, but I, I look at like the Joker's a fascinating character. But what makes him fascinating is there's his relationship to Batman. Right. Um, you know, if you've watched the Lego Batman movie, you would know. You man. realize like right. You know, you know <laughs> that's what made the Dark Knight so compelling. Is I loved. You know Nolan and Ledger's you know portrayal of this character who's like all he wants Batman to do is to break his rule, right? Yeah. He just wants to fuck well, that with scene, him. That interrogation scene, is still yeah. one of the best scenes because he yeah. like that you can see the true like what do you kill you? Yeah, oh, I don't want to kill. Like it, it's it's he can't even fathom the fact that Batman thinks this. He's like, I don't want to kill you. That would how boring would life be? Like exactly. he loves Batman. Well, like, not it just, that, but it shows that relationship. Like he says, he's like, you've changed things, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, you, you've 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 taken everything, and that's also the compelling thing about Batman is it's always the question: Does Batman make things better or worse? Right. Right. Yeah, he takes out the low level criminals, but who fills that vacuum? Crazy people, right? Insane people, people like, who want to challenge him. Exactly. Yeah. Who take it to extreme levels? To you know, we saw what happened in the Dark Knight. You know, right. they, and they they alluded to that of escalation at the end of Batman Begins. Right. right, you know, it's like great. Uh, so you're taking, you're beating these the mob to the point where they turn to a man they don't fully understand. Right, and what happens? He kills all of them, lights their money on fire, and just goes fucking nuts yeah. like with all this sort of stuff. And that kind of guy inspires crazy people to do crazy things. Also, one of my favorite parts, not to segue too much into this because we are talking about Arthur Fleck and Todd Phillips, but to that movie, my. Favorite scene in that entire movie is Alfred's explanation. Yes, about the the Burmese man and the ruby, and how they found a bunch of kids playing with it, and Bruce Wayne didn't understand. He's like, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. One of my favorite lines. It's yeah. amazing because it's portrayed so well by Heath Ledger. Like, literally, is what you got from his character. Yeah, he just really wanted chaos. Didn't to bat an eye at burning the money. He's like, it's not. Or, or when he was, he lost his temper at the the mob guy. There, it's like, it's not about. The mo- like he's like you don't no one fucking understands this yeah. like you you could really see him getting pissed off so it, I'm interested yeah. to see that and again uh, to your point about there not being a Batman I mean this it's interesting they're choosing to go with a Thomas Wayne versus an Arthur Fleck showdown mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that goes I'm worried there's wait, wait going say that one more time so the from the early premise of the early leak of the plot is that Thomas Wayne is running for mayor okay and Arthur Fleck. Is and this is what I was going to start talking about. What I'm worried about is that it might be too politically undertoned, 
where it's mm-hmm. about the wealthy and about the rich not understanding the poor. And if you go back to the scenes that were leaked in the subway, there's a lot of people who are attacking someone. It could be Thomas Wayne holding signs about how poor they are. Okay. So it could be a class thing, uh, which might, you know, be a little bit too much politically driven from our We kind of got that in Dark Knight Rises, too. So, so I mean, I, I think it's still too early to tell. I do think it's an interesting choice. Um, they are obviously going pre-Bruce Wayne. Maybe Bruce Wayne is a kid. Maybe this is going to incite Bruce Wayne to become Batman. Sure. Who, who knows? Um, well, that, I don't know. And again, in that case, I'm like, just do a fucking Batman movie, but don't. Like, we don't need another one. <laughs> you know? So right. I just, I, I appreciate, again, Joaquin Phoenix, fucking love that guy. Right. He's great. I was always kind of curious because at one point he was possibly going to be Doctor Strange. Oh, really? Interesting. I was like, ooh. That is interesting. What would that have been like with that him as been. Doctor Strange? Because I love really Cumberbatch as yeah. Doctor Strange. He's he great. nails it. I feel like after seeing him as it, I'm like, I can't imagine anyone else doing it. But yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. It that, would have been really interesting to see him do that. Cause, just because they made him look so much like the illustrations. Yeah. 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 Hey, fact check me. It is Todd Phillips doing... Yeah, uh, and I'm not confusing that with the Batman script, right? No, no. Todd Phillips is doing the Joker. Is it Matt Reeves doing the Batman script? Oh, Matt Reeves, I think. Right? Was, I don't know if he's still doing it anymore, but originally, he I think apparently he was. just submitted it to Warner Brothers, and they're all about it. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like the thing that's cool about Batman definitely has some of the best villains, yeah. hands down. Like in in sort of like the DC universe, and they are very compelling, and everyone loves the Joker. I love Joaquin Phoenix. There's some good elements here, but I don't know how you make a compelling movie. Yes. Thank without you. Batman, because that is again. Well, that's you know, the challenge. It, it completes the. That's and, the and, reason. Yeah. And the thing is, I welcome the challenge, and I, I'm. All, thing is, I want to support the. I don't want to sound like a fucking asshole all the time. Right. The movie's gonna fucking suck. Yeah. I have my concerns, and they're valid. Right. Um. And because I also hate to see you know opportunities wasted, because I feel like every time you fail, not I mean, if you're adequate, that's fine. But anytime you fail at a movie like this. It hurts everything else. It uh, lowers yeah. the bar. Absolutely. And it's hard to stay on par with a lot of the, with the Marvel stuff, man. Jesus Christ. I mean, they have yet to have a flop of a movie. They've had right. some that are less successful than others. I think you have to, but, as a franchise, as, a, as if if you're going to get in the combo game, you have to stop trying to go toe-to-toe with Marvel. Just yes. let them do their thing. Right. Do your thing. And they need to find their... And again, if it's going to be these one-off movies, I, as a fan, fine. I'm all for it. Like, if you're going to give me Man of Steel 1 and 2, fine. I'm good. You don't need to expand to a larger universe. I don't need that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I would argue to say that this universe is so fragmented. You could have released, um, you know, Sans BVS. You could have released Man of Steel, a Batman movie, and Wonder Woman, right? And it would have all been fine yeah. on their own. You didn't need Aquaman. This. You could have done that. Could have done Flash. You know, Jesus Christ, you could have worked. You know, I know they won't do Green Arrow because the Arrow TV show, but I mean, you could have done that. You know, right. you have so much shit you could do, and I'm like, fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I've never been a fan. I talked about this before. It was the same thing like when Universal Studios was going toe-to-toe with Disney World. Right. It's like, don't fucking bother. You're, you're, you're a, a, an ant compared to them. You're yeah, nothing. You're, you're going to lose. And when I would go there and they would constantly be comparing themselves to Disney, I'm like, stop it. Because Disney has you beat. You will never beat them at this game. So find your own lane. Right. And they've kind of done that now where they're like, Harry Potter. Nintendo, like they're teaming up with these things to give themselves something unique that's going to pull people in. Right. It's a smart move, but don't be like, yeah, you know, these other guys over here. I'm like, stop talking about them. It's gonna, it's just, it's a bad thing because right. you're drawing attention to how shitty you are right. compared to them. Don't do that. I was talking to Justin, um, and I'll make this brief. But one of the new um, DC storylines I'm really, really jazzed about. Oh, this sounds really cool. I've actually just ordered all seven issues because I'm so pumped about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across this just randomly on Instagram. I came across it with a photo of Doctor Manhattan from mm-hmm. the Watchmen oh, universe. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
just basically waving his hand. And then in the distance, I see uh, an empty Superman costume, <laughs> an empty Batman costume, an empty Penguin costume, all just falling. And so I'm like, what is this? And so I started reading about this new storyline called Doomsday Clock. And what it's about is it takes place just after the end of The Watchmen. Do you seen the movie familiar? Yes, read that so, comic too. So you know at the end of the comic that uh, the Warshak's journal gets submitted to like a post-dispatch and they print it. And so that whole ruse is exposed. Well, this takes place seven years after that and Russia and the U.S. are, are at odds. And all of those characters, there's a, a Rorschach that takes up the mantle of the old one. They go and find, uh, I forget the, um, is it Victor... Voight or whatever that one guy yes. who incite the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he's dying of cancer. Ozymandias. Yes. And so they their mission is to go find Doctor Manhattan. Car driver? Yes. Room, room, baby. Beep, beep, <laughs> beep. Uh, they go try. That was really weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why the hell that just happened. Um, they go and try and find Doctor Manhattan, who obviously is gone. He's no longer in that universe. Well, they uh, build the ship that that tracks his particles, and they find the universe he is in, which is Metropolis. Oh, interesting. And so what happens is is that throughout I'm not are they alluding so that Watchmen created life in in that because he said he I don't know yet. They said where are you going to go? He goes I don't know. I think I might go somewhere and start life, create yeah. life. Are they implying that he created Superman? I don't in know yet. Again, like I just got so excited, I bought all seven issues. So oh, nice. I'm going to find out. Please. Uh, but what's really cool is that they meld these two universes together uh, through this particle matter, and Batman and Superman they're all in this whole new melded universe, and I think it's just. Fantastic. Interesting. Um, so, and the cool thing about so when you, Batman and the Owl are standing next to each other, are they like, "Hey, this hey, is the same idea. thing." Who are you? <laughs> I'm the Owl. You stole, too. You stole my thing. Sorry. Uh, no, it's interesting. I, I again, like I I'm think, the Owl. Who? I'm, I'm the Owl. Who? I, I I'm the Owl. Who? And then they, they form their own Laurel and Hardy thing, and they go mm-hmm. on, and they become a great comedy duo. And the comedian comes yeah. out and goes, I'm a rapist. <laughs> so you bought all seven issues. <laughs> For the record, the comedian is a rapist. So. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. It's, yes, it's, yes, it's in the, it's in the comedy second, for you. I, just, I thought you were saying, a comedian comes out. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, the. I'm not sure why a the comedian would come comedian. out and say this, but okay. That comedian was Bill Cosby. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, it's boop. real. Yeah, that hurts. Hey, hey, hey. It's a really poor choice of words. What? Topical. Topical. Anyway, so you bought all seven issues. You're excited for that. I am excited about it. I think it's gonna, I think it's interesting uh, that it's it's these essentially what is a full god having to go against what is like a demigod. Sure. Like it's like it's yeah it's it's the uh, Doctor Manhattan versus versus Superman. Well, everyone. Always, how do you deal with that? Everyone you know? always talks about the one thing they don't like about Superman is he just, he's he's too godlike. Right. It's really like put, you said, put him up against something that. Can manipulate matter, times, but right. yeah. So I'm I'm very fascinated, and it's uh, an active storyline. It started last year, so it's still going. I love that. Yeah. How long it's going to go? Uh, but hint, hint, just fucking make a movie out of that and be done with it for Christ's sake. <laughs> that sounds like a train wreck to make that movie. Yeah, well, not as big of a train wreck as Justice League was, but that's true. I sen- you can't get much worse. I smell a challenge. I, mean, I don't know. I, I smell a challenge. You know what? You Suicide could- Squad was pretty bad. Yeah, but was it as bad as like Batman, Robin, and Justice League? I mean, I'm putting those movies right in the same. I don't part. know, man. That, which one's worse? Rank them right now. Okay. Batman, Robin. Batman is definitely the worst. Batman, Robin's definitely the I worst. I think it's the worst. I would concur with that. I, it's have you, you just got to go back and watch the first ten minutes of it. You can't get it's it. It's hard. There are bat skates. There are bat. Right. There's a there's a bat. Mobile on skates? 
Yeah. Now there's a Batmobile that climbs up, that vertically climbs up the, what oh. essentially the Statue of Liberty. And guys, don't forget that there's Batgirl in yeah. that as well. Yeah. It's just awful. Anatomical nipples. Yep. Bane is in that, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to say that. That's the, the worst. worst. And then yeah. you're probably right. Suicide Squad and Justice League are a close second. Yeah. And that's saying a lot. It's pretty mm. bad. Yeah. I, the, the movie that I would say that you would make is... I would I would put Superman versus Doctor Manhattan, and I would call the movie. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm struggling with the name. What could you call a movie like is, that? Is it going to be a throwdown? throwdown. It could be it's, called the Throwdown. Oh my god! But we're not going to do no. It's Superman versus Doctor yeah, Manhattan. Doctor yeah, Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Right. Okay, guys. Doctor Manhattan. Um, no. So today's Throwdown. Uh, I I did have uh, one that I abandoned, um, mm. and I wanted to do this one because I thought we were talking a lot about Venom. I'm like, who could Venom go up against? Mm. That would be interesting. And I think Venom versus Wolverine would be a very interesting uh, little Ooh. Throwdown. Venom versus throw Wolverine. Yeah. Okay. So beside Venom's <clears throat> symbiote suit, having the ability I'm to sorry, morph. I'm sorry. The what suit? Symbiote suit. I'm sorry. The what? The what suit? Symbiote? Is that, is that how it's pronounced? Symbiote. I don't All right. know. Symbiote. The suit. Symbiote. 21st Century Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Besides that being able to morph, right? Yeah. What other characteristics does Venom possess? Well, I'm assuming he has some sort of regenerative abilities. Sure. Which, you know. The question is, I can animantium claws cut through that? No, the question is, can he Absolutely. be fast enough before Venom morphs around them? Well, my thing is that Wolverine right. can't really die, right? Sure. So we take that on the table. It comes down to can Wolverine cut through the suit? Because if he can... I would say 100%. Yeah, yes. he can cut through the suit. Then, But what's stopping the suit from taking over his body? Uh, that's a, I see what you're saying. That's a fair point. But In I which feel- case, he defeats Venom. Or they become one. No. Venom is its own separate thing. Mm. Mm. Just like... When the symbiote goes to uh, excuse me, the what? The symbiote. The the what? The symbiote. Symbiote. Yeah. When symbiote. it goes to uh, you know becomes carnage, it's a separate entity altogether. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I I see a stalemate here. I don't think either one. There's wins. no such thing as a stalemate and a throwdown. All right, so there has on. to be a winner. All right, so what does the other web say? All right, powers and abilities. Um, <clears throat> and it it depends on which one you're talking about because all of them there's like ten different symbiotes. And first of all, look up how to pronounce that. <laughs> symbiote. I think it's symbiote. Symbiote. Right? Thank you. S Y M B. We're gonna do this. <laughs> potato. Potato. Do you, do you want to apologize for that, Bob? No. Laurel. <laughs> no. Laurel. <laughs> Laurel. Yanni. Yanni. Oh, the dress is gold. <laughs> Pronunciation. All right. Let's do this here. Just go to poop.com for all of your pronunciation needs. Symbiote. 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 All right, so it's a symbiote. So, symbiote. all right, we got it. But she's British. Symbiote. Yeah. So, um, superhuman strength, uh, genetic memory, so they can recall information from previous hosts, which actually is how the Venom uh, symbiote got to be able to like sling basically webs of itself. Okay. Is because it learned from Spider-Man. It also became uh, was it it or Carnage. Um, became uh, sentient. It basically could see 360 around itself. Ooh, it it basically that. got like a spider sense because Venom was the uh, birthed Carnage and so Carnage took that from Venom. I didn't, and so, I didn't yeah. know that. So it's got, it's got like the spider sense type thing. It's got, you can, it can fling webs. Some of them can form blades like Riot can form blades. Um, 
It's, uh, yeah, superhuman strength, superhuman speed, agility. Um, it actually can take the host and they can breathe underwater, breathe in space. Like, you can alter them in that capacity. But I still think that animantium could cut through it. Yeah, but if it could, I mean, what's to stop it from reforming? I mean, what, so what? You cut through it. Are so you killing it? A way that Spider-Man in the past has dealt with it is that he tired the symbiote out, basically, or it, it made it use too much. In slinging the webs at Spider-Man, it used too much of its own mass. And it was... Uh, it, so it's not infinite. It's not infinite. So, okay. yeah, Spider-Man was able to get it to a point where he could subdue it because of that. So It also hates noise. It also hates noise. Right. So you can just take those claws okay. and just go... Right. It's just on a chalkboard. I mean, Wolverine Jesus. just wheels out a chalkboard and goes, Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha, bro. Can we call that? That's the way it defeats it? <laughs> I mean, that might be the most pussy-ass way to destroy it's a, it. It's a family guy bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Wolfie, I gotcha. Uh, no, but seriously, I, I don't know. I don't know who would win there. I'm going to go with... Uh, Sonic and heat-based attacks. Is They have a, a weakness to that. All symbiotes do. So, so what, repeat that? Sonic and heat-based attacks. So really, yeah. really hot or really, really loud. Hmm. Um, I honestly think that Wolverine could... I think it could wear... I think it's, it's going to be a fight, but I think Wolverine could eventually wear the symbiote out. I just don't see how you're going to... Like you said, I mean, Wolverine's pretty much indestructible. I just don't see how you destroy it. Didn't he survive a nuclear bomb? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. Eh, that's pretty... The, the other thing is, too, Hulk has trouble putting Wolverine down. Yeah. Like pretty much, they come to a stalemate. Yeah. And so if if Wolverine can go toe-to-toe with Hulk, I'm pretty sure Wolverine can go toe-to-toe with Venom. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to give it to Wolverine. Uh, definitely Venom, again, I feel like I'm going to have to say this, but it's, it's not going to be an easy fight because Wolverine's not, like, super fast. Right. He's a dude that basically doesn't die and has a bad temper. Right. Exactly, and, exactly, yeah. Would strength basically uh, be neutral in this fight, you would think? Um, I think so. Well, because the thing that, again, like, I feel like his claws are going to be just so destructive to whatever. Yeah. And again, like, you know, if the suit were to attach him, I don't know, I still see any way that Venom can really kill him. So I, yeah, I, don't I, I feel like Wolverine, you know, may, if you do enough simulations, I think he's the one that has the ability to kill Venom. I don't know if Venom has the ability to kill him. Right. Is yeah. there anything uh, on the interwebs to uh, I mean, there's, there's one forum that's, uh, it, it's, it got pretty heated and uh, it's back oh, and forth. Oh, shocker. It got fucking heated yeah, about right. a fucking nerds. A lot right. of people, uh, one person's like, prove it. Another goes, what do you want proof on? <laughs> <laughs> Please explain your side. Prove it. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> do you want proof on <laughs> Prove it! Uh, what do you want proof on? Um, no, a lot of people are saying that uh, Venom, but there's some really strong points for Basically, a lot of people are going back to, again, if he can stand up against Hulk, which is one of the strongest things in the universe, like, there's no reason that Venom should have a... Venom sure. has speed and maybe strength, but Wolverine's got regenerative abilities. He's got strength, too, plus he's got the fucking claws. Get the claws, man. Get, Get the claws. claws out. I don't know. I'm gonna, I, gotta, I would love to see Venom... Merge with Wolverine and see what that would create. Now, see, I can see that being an more drunk of possibility than the two of them fighting. Uh, I think that he would try and talk him into it. Talk him into yeah. it. Yeah, that or could you imagine if Venom merged with Hulk? Oh Jesus mm. Christ! That would be fucking cool as shit. Oh my God, that's a rage monster right there. Right, but we're going to say Wolverine. Wolverine, Wolverine. for the win. Wolverine for the win. Do 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 Yeah. Tell us why we're wrong, guys. Yeah. Egg, go ahead. Tell us why we're wrong. I'll, uh, I'll be taking. Uh, I'll be taking. You know, holding court on Friday morning. There buddy. we go. 
Uh, Bob, thank you so much for coming by. Always a pleasure. Always, your apologies are always accepted and welcomed. Yep. Uh, you know, you take chances. You know, hey, you take bold shots. This is what I'm here you know? for. I'm here to put my foot in my mouth. I do a pretty oh, good job. Good. You know, it's it's so easy for someone to say, you know, hang back and make fun of people. You're like, no, this is going to be good. You want it to be good. You put yourself out there. I respect that. Thanks. That's good. Uh, Bob, anything you want to recommend or promote or anything like that? I was going to recommend and promote uh, the Doomsday Clock, nice. uh, even though I have n- I have no idea if it's good. It just seems really cool. Nice. So I challenge. Let's go ahead and and read it together. Nice. You know, very cool. Let's have a group read, if group you will. Read. Group read. A group chat. There we go. Justin, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to recommend Chef's Table on Netflix. Nice. It's a really cool little series. Um, like a, it's like hour long documentaries of like following one chef and their story. Cool. Uh, the guy Graham Atkins, I think from Millennia, was what they did one of them on, and it was the first one I watched. It was really fucking cool. Guy had throat cancer, or sorry, tongue cancer, and uh, he, for a little while after going through the chemo, he lost complete ability to taste. Oh, that and so sucks. you've got this high-end chef who can't taste, and so he had to figure out a way to still cook and everything. And then eventually the taste buds started to come back. But it's just a really interesting story how what he went through. It is so, a great show. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So check that out. Uh, I'd like to recommend uh, the movie Next Gen on Netflix. Ah, you said this, yeah. It's an amazing animated film with some incredible voice actors. Uh, John Krasinski, Michael Pena, Jason Sudeikis, David Cross. Hmm. Um, some really, really talented. It's it's kind of a kid's movie, but not really. Uh, the gist of it is it's the future. There's robots everywhere. Yeah. And uh, it follows this young girl who hates robots uh, she's got a lot of anger issues, and she comes across a very special robot that has weapons, and she tries to deal with a lot of personal problems. And it's so well done. There's a lot of really great, funny moments. Yeah. Nice. Most all the robots are voiced by David Cross. And <laughs> That's nice. Great. All the robots are created by David Cross's characters, and they are very, very funny. But it's it's actually got some really good heartwarming moments. And nice. I think it's based on a comic book series. Okay. And I have to admit, the thing I love about it most is that it tackles some pretty serious issues. And the ending, they don't, uh, I don't, they don't puss out in the ending. Hmm. Like it could easily be like, and uh, everything's magical. But right. they actually take some pretty good risks, and I, I really enjoyed it. And Natalie loves it. So. Is it just one standalone movie? One standalone movie. Okay. Highly recommend it. At the end, the robot ends up killing the little girl. Oh. They took a big risk on that one. They sure big did. risk. But by sure killing did. her, the nuke doesn't go off. Right. There you go. Yeah. So it's really the good mm-hmm. the good of many outweigh the yeah. good of one. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Brush the fuck up on your Star Trek. Thank you. Now you done did it. You know? God damn it. Boo. Boo. This guy. <laughs> Live long and invest in 401k. <laughs> I also want to uh, promote uh, the marathon. There we go. Uh, yeah. My bib number is 58240. Uh, track me and then uh, stalk me, kidnap me, and take me to your lair. Okay. That was, Good luck catching me. I'm going to be fast. He's going to go real fast. Yeah. My bib number is a number two. It's a six-piece chicken. <laughs> Put around my neck. Put around and I'm, I'm, in, I'm into it. Going to yeah. down. I'm going to be eating that shit while I watch you run. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Uh, guys, you can find MindGap on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram. We are at MindGap Podcast. And uh, Justin also exists in a digital realm. That's right. The ones and zeros make up my Twitter and Instagram handle at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, basically wherever podcasts are sold. You can subscribe to us and share us around and give us a review and all the things that we always tell you to do. Uh, we really appreciate it. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap and 2East8th.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever is the other podcast I do with Milos every Monday. 
Nice. Bob, thanks again for being here. Thank you, guys. It's Appreciate always a pleasure. It. Justin, run fast, run hard, run smart. Doug, stay hard. Always. Mind Gap Podcast.